Do you have an idea for a podcast, but you don't know where to start? Maybe you're overwhelmed by all the tech or you're convinced nobody will actually listen to you. Well, I'm Shauna Game. After nine and a half years as a professional podcaster, at this show, everyone's talking money. And 25 million downloads later, let me tell you the secret to a profitable podcast. It is building a solid foundation, your podcast roadmap before you launch. That's why I created the Podcaster Class, a fast-paced group cohort podcasting for profit eight-week style NBA program. The Podcaster Class is immersive, comprehensive, and insanely motivational. If you want to create a podcast, DIYing a launch is just not the way to go. In the Podcaster Class, you'll get the tools, tips, and strategies to create a podcast that resonates with listeners and one you can be proud of. Get this. 90% of podcasters never make it to episode three. That's 2.8 million podcasters who just quit. So to be a top podcaster, you only need to publish 21 episodes, but you got to make them good. So in the podcaster class, I'm taking the mystery out of how to create, launch, and profit from your podcast so you can create a top 1% podcast just like this one. The May cohort is now open for enrollment. Classes start May 22nd. There are only 15 spots open. You are going to learn podcasting with me and 14 other amazing people. You can learn all the details at thepodcasterclass.com. Use code podcast when you sign up for $100 off. That's thepodcasterclass.com. You know I'm a big fan of enjoying life while still being smart financially. That's why I love ButcherBox. I can get a variety of high-quality meat, seafood, chicken, and pork at an amazing value, all with exclusive member deals delivered to my door with free shipping always. One thing I just never wanted to cut out of my spending plan is eating good food. And with ButcherBox, I don't have to, and neither do you. Where else can you get free protein for a whole year? Yes, you heard that right. One of my favorite go-to dinners is a salmon bowl. I'm not even a huge salmon lover, but ButcherBox's wild-caught salmon is Oh, so good. I make a nice little marinade, saute some veggies, cook the salmon, and throw in some weiss. And it is an amazing dinner. If you want to take less trips to the grocery store and always have prepared meat in the freezer for a lot less money, you need ButcherBox in your life. Sign up at butcherbox.com etm and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional $20 off. You can choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash etm. Hey, I'm Shauna Compton Game. This is Millennial Money, and today we have a Millennial Music Chat with Calico the Band. Millennial Money with Shauna Compton Game. It will expand your brain. Hey there, and welcome to another edition of Lifestyle Thursday for Millennial Money. Hope you guys are doing well. Calico the Band is the California Americana group led by the powerful female duo of Manda Mosher and Kirsten Prophet. The duo, along with their full band, are creating a modern-day version of the California vibe sound from the 70s and 80s with beautiful harmonies and rich vocals. 
After working for a few years now, Calico is about to release their breakthrough album, Under Blue Skies, which drops September 15th. And I actually got a chance to listen to this ahead of time, this album. And, and I'll mention this in, in the interview, but I really love this album. It was really great. I was really surprised uh, of, of the great uh, melodies that they have. And the vocals are really uh, spot on here. Actually, this new collection of songs was recorded not too far away from our home here in, in the San Fernando Valley at a studio. Uh, so I thought that was kind of interesting. Uh, the first single and video for the album is an ode to one of the iconic bane of our existence here in L.A., the 405. And we'll actually have the link to the video. It's actually a really cool, catchy video um, on our website. So check that out. You want to want to check that out for the video for the 405, which is the first single off this new album. Um So sit back, relax, and listen to the cool California vibe sounds of Calico as we talked about their brand spanking new album, Under the Blue Skies. We also talked about how a freeway can get in the way of love here in Los Angeles. It gets in the way of much of our lives here, (laughs) the freeways do. And what real life is really like on the road these days as this is really basically a small business for these two singers and songwriters. This weekend I was just talking with uh, some cousins of mine and we were talking about growing up listening to music and the influence that, you know, my parents influenced me on this and, and their dad influenced them on this. And I really love how you guys bonded over music and the, the same kind of music like Crosby, Stills & Nash, uh, The Eagles, and Fleetwood Mac. What was it about uh, that kind of music that influenced you, that your parents' record collection influenced you guys? Uh, and what kind of those groups, how did they affect you guys growing up and your, your musical journey from there? I think it, you know, I think a lot of it starts with songwriting and great songs. And a lot of that music was, you know, really guitar based, Mm -hmm. you know, and when you're just beginning to become a songwriter when you're young and you're playing guitar and I think it's easy to relate to things that you can try to learn and play yourself, you know, so you can pick up your guitar and sing along and see how the lyrics are phrased and I don't know, at least, at least for me with all those early records, the ones I loved the most were the ones I could play along with. (laughs) Right. Yeah. For me, it was like, um, it's funny that you asked that because we are just getting ready to do this, um, tribute to the sound of the Laurel Canyon show Mm -hmm. this, this week. Right. And so I've been listening to some of the music and, and I was listening to Jackson Brown, and um, my my very first memories of music are listening to Saturate Before Using. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was listening to Song for Adam, and that's one of those songs. It's like, it's a story. It's a beautiful story with a melody and just very simple guitar playing and a, and a violin. Oh. And it's this thing that I, I was a tiny little girl, and I could relate to those lyrics 
you know, what's these, this guy singing about? He's singing about his friend who died. But it's just such a pure delivery um, and just this beautiful melody and it's so earthy and real. And I think those kinds of things just connected with, for me, that I connected with that kind of stuff. And I was really lucky, I think, to be a, a young child when, you know, my parents were listening to that music. It was always on the turntable. I can just still hear the crackling of the vinyl in my head, you know, as a young girl. Right, right. And, and now that vinyl's back again. Yeah. <laughs> True. <laughs> uh, well, well, Kirsten, I also read a story about you. You were in, in the pool and you, you came out dripping wet listening to Teach Your Children Well. Uh, oh, yeah, that's, that's true. Yeah, that, tell that's me about the, that. same, the same era, you know, yeah. of that music. And we had this pool in the backyard and it just like this happy feeling of yeah. summer. And, you know, you're getting out of the water and you grab your towel and like lay down on the shaggy carpet. And I just remember that song being on, you know, I just remember hearing Crosby, Stills and Nash singing all the time, you know, in the summertime and just... <laughs> That, that memory, it, those songs take you back to a place. That's what music mm. does, right? It, it right. brings you to a, a time and a place. Yeah. And so those kinds of warm family feelings, that's, that's what it has for me. It's just these, these family feelings. Yeah. Can you guys describe your sound uh, to us and, and like, let us know like, what, 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 you know, what you guys think of your sound? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, well, I think I think we first and foremost base our sound on the harmonies. So that is our that is one of our signature things is is harmonies. So each each song is treated a little bit differently. Some songs Kirsten sings lead on, some I sing lead on, but the harmony structure, the vocal harmony structure around the songs are really key. They're really important. That's like the crown jewel, you know. Right. I like to say um, of our sound, and we blend three-part harmony in there. We started that with the first record, and really the whole inception of the band was based on this new sound that we found singing harmony together. Yeah, definitely, definitely the three-part harmony, and it's and it's become something where we figured out ways to like make the harmonies even sound they have a different texture depending on who's singing the lead and where the harmonies lay like um, a lot of times Amanda will sing a high part and it she sings like with a real delicate falsetto you know up in her high register and around if I'm singing a melody or something it just it has a different texture than if she's singing like a nice low thing I'm sure you heard her sing on cold cold love she's got this like gritty cool you know like a little bit of a masculinity to her voice and then if I'm singing a higher part it's a different texture altogether but always it's about the blend how we blend the the voices together right and you you both are from, are actually from California too right born and raised here oh yeah we are yeah which is which is where I am I'm born and raised as well so we're 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 rare breeds these days, so yeah, we are. <laughs> why why is California such a, a great place to create music and also maybe write about music as well? Wow, that's such a great question. I think the beauty of California, from my perspective, is that it's so inclusive. Um, we 
just have everything here. You don't have one type of person. You don't have one type of job. You don't, you know, there's not like, okay, California is only agriculture or only something. There's everything here. And there's just a never-ending pool to pick from. And there's a never-ending pool of inspiration um, as far as what we see and what we um, experience on a daily basis. We have been privy to some of the best music. Um, you know, I remember hearing some of my friends, like, from the East Coast and stuff, uh, like, in the 1980s, they didn't get to hear a lot of the music even that we had as kids, mm. you know, because for some reason we just had, like, we had K-Rock, you know what <laughs> right, I mean? Right, right, right. Um, but we had, um, I think, just more to choose from. Um, and I don't, I can't speak for all the states or all the areas of the world or anything, but I know that we had tons of, of influences and just, you know, all kinds of different cultures and in and out of our lives all the time here. Right. And right. it's beautiful and sunny and mm. it's, it's beautiful <laughs> weather and it's, it's a good feeling. And, and also there's a darkness to it. There's this mm. traffic and it's gritty and mm. it's, it's a <laughs> duplicitous place. Right. Well, so, well, I mean, and also as like, as you spoke about how large, you know, spe specifically LA is, how did you guys actually find each other and decide to start a band? The internet stalking. <laughs> <laughs> we found each other online and then um, we had a friend of ours who, after I was pretty much stalking Manda, but mm. um, our friend decided to put us on a, on a, a bill together at the House of Blues. He is a promoter and he put us on the same night together at the House of Blues. So um, that's basically how we met and then we were both inspired by each other right away. So it just kind of grew from there. It was pretty quick once it started happening. Right, right. Um, well, you know, so gr growing up in California, too, my grandparents used to take me to Calico Ghost Town all the time as a kid. So <laughs> how did you guys come up with, with the name Calico as, as the name, as the band name? That was kind of a magical inspiration of several elements that came together. You know, one of the things we consider our music or describe our music as California country and Calico is like a shortened version of California country of those words and there was a Calico cat that came <laughs> into our lives right around that time this little rescue kitty and Kirsten and I had we were new friends at that point and somehow the cat came to me and then I needed help with the cat and <laughs> the cat, this cat. And then <laughs> that this whole legend, kind of this funny, like fake legend when we first That's right. we put fake together about the Calico cat that came from Calico ghost town, right. <laughs> and, like in the mountains of right. rocks and wrote this music. So it's just this kind of funny folklore that we, uh, came up with and then calico cats are female mm. cats so there there we are there you are exactly exactly well as i mentioned to you guys before we started this I, i've listened to your album a couple several times for the past few days uh and the new album under the blue skies uh and i really think it's a really special album um tell us about the album and what uh why did you guys decide to record this collection of songs 
When it comes to financial advice, you got to trust the source. It's why you listen to this podcast. When I'm looking to upgrade my wallet, I turn to NerdWallet. Their expert team of nerds dives into the details to help you find smarter financial products. Before NerdWallet, I was paying for vacations all wrong. (laughs) I was missing out on miles I didn't even know I was leaving on the table. Now I've got a new card with more miles and more upgrades. What could future you do with more travel rewards? I don't know, maybe that fancy hotel upgrade that you have always been dreaming about. Wherever you go next, make it happen with a smarter travel credit card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. I'm going to be real with you. Identity theft is on the rise, and you do not want to wake up one morning and discover that your bank account has been emptied, or you're overdue on credit cards you never even applied for. We talk about this often on the podcast, but you don't realize how much of your information is available to scammers on the internet and how susceptible you and your family are to identity theft and fraud. I know, it's scary, but now you can get your data removed with Delete Me. That's why I personally choose Delete Me. Delete.me is a subscription service that removes your personal information from the largest people search databases on the web, and in the process helps prevent potential ID theft, doxing, and phishing scams. I just started using Delete.me and I got my regular personalized privacy report. (laughs) I was shocked what they found and removed. It was pages of information about me that I did not want online. Here's how it works. You sign up and provide Delete Me with exactly what information you want deleted, and their experts take it from there. I cannot tell you how relieved I felt to have Delete Me. And you know, it's also a great service for your parents or grandparents to help protect them from identity theft. Delete Me is not just a one time service, Delete Me is always working for you, constantly monitoring and removing the personal information you do not want on the internet. Take control of your data and keep your private life private by signing up for Delete Me, now at a special price for my listeners. Today, get 20% off your Delete Me plan when you go to joindeleteme.com etm and use promo code etm at checkout. The only way you get 20% off is to go to joindeleteme.com etm and enter code etm at checkout. J-O-I-N-D-E-L-E-T-E-M-E dot com slash E-T-M. Go to joindeleteme.com slash E-T-M and use code E-T-M for 20% off. Okay, friend, I want to know, what are your money goals this year? Are you saving to buy a house or maybe a wedding or a dream vacation to somewhere tropical? If that's you, please, please take me with you. Or maybe you want to just grow your emergency fund because let's be real, life is expensive. I want to make sure you reach your goals, so you need Monarch. That's why the Wall Street Journal named it the best app for growing your savings. Monarch is the top-rated, all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. You can create custom budgets, track progress towards your financial goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com etm. Here's what I love. Monarch is the most customizable budgeting app. You can change the layout of your dashboard. You can go between light and dark mode. You can create custom budgets and notifications. 
You can set up all of these automatic rules for your transactions and notifications and so much more. Monarch is obsessed with constantly improving their product. Get this. They release updates every two weeks, and they even allow customers to submit suggestions, vote on requested features, and view the product roadmap. This, my friend, is totally original. Plus, they will never sell your data to third party or show you ads. I think that's really important. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it is the top-rated personal finance app. And now, listeners of this show get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash etm. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash etm for your extended 30-day free trial. The weather is getting warmer. I'm so excited. And it is time to say goodbye to all those jackets and sweaters and hello to the shorts and t-shirts. I wanted to update my summer workout wardrobe for the long haul without, you know, spending a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince and I am in love. Quince is your go-to place from everything from premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless, 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part of all, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes those savings on to you. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. Okay, I bought the dreamiest pair of workout leggings and a bright pink workout top to match. Honestly, ladies, I gotta tell you, these leggings you need. The price cannot be beat, and I feel like a million bucks wearing this cozy workout friendly outfit. I've worn it for like five days straight. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash etm for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's q-u-i-n-c-e dot com slash etm to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash etm. Well, we're always writing, you know, we're always writing stuff and it was time for a new album. We started writing like in during the last record, you know, we're like we're songwriters, so we're always writing. But um, we were writing and we were co-writing with other people, a lot of our friends who are great writers around town and stuff. And we were writing and we started realizing, wow, we have a lot more songs that are about love and relationships and things that we didn't really write about on the first record. And I remember talking to Amanda at her house one night and just saying, boy, this record is way more mushy than the last record. Like, literally, I think I said those words. And she said, well, that's just what it is, you know. That's where we are now. That's that's what we're doing. We, we decided to go with it. We decided that, okay, this is what it's becoming. It's becoming this way organically. So we just built on that. And we, we had most of the songs, and then we just rounded out the songs at the, at the end and added Love Gets in the Way, which is, you know, another emotional, you know, relationship song. And um, it just it just turned into, it turned into a more, a deeper place. We, it came from a deeper place. Gotcha. Um, and I, I really love the, the very catchy song, uh, single on there, the, the 405, which is not only a character... 
in this song, but you know, for us in LA, you know, the 405 is a, a huge character in our lives on a daily basis. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's, it's a freeway. If people don't know that, that we, we like to call our freeways the, you know. So, uh, what's that? What's that song about? Well, that song is it's about a relationship that's budding and beautiful and and with endless possibilities and there's nothing wrong with that relationship but there's always something wrong right there's always something some factor that comes into play mm -hmm. that will try to get in between something beautiful and it just happens to be that that that's that's the creature that's coming in between the relationship is the 405 but it's really meant to say that there's an endless possibility here in this relationship it's a beautiful thing and the only if the 405 is the only thing that comes between those people then more power power to them because it's not that bad <laughs> it's, not, it's not that bad except many times the 405 could be really bad <laughs> Yeah, and actually, that song is a true story. You know, that song, okay. when it was written, I had met somebody uh -huh. who lived on the west side, and I was living in Burbank. Right. And um, just getting on the freeway at night and just being so excited to get there. You know, I'd come in the, in the evening time, I'd come over, and I couldn't make it sometimes because they were doing construction, or you know how it is. Sure, totally, yeah. Like, oh, it's shut down tonight. That's fantastic. Right, right, exactly. Uh, that's to take Sepulveda. But... Um, <laughs> You know, I just, it was one of those songs that was written very quickly because it was very real. It's a song that, it just, it is what it says it is. You know, the, mm -hmm. you're driving and there's all these beautiful things and life is just, it can be very easy and we, we tend to overcomplicate things, but really it's just, you know, if you love somebody, you love them and, and you do your best to get to them, and sometimes things like freeways get in the way, but they're not that bad. Right, exactly. Um, I but I also really love the video for, for that uh, for that song as well, too. And and even that shot of you guys with with downtown L.A. and there's almost like the June gloom there. Um, I, I think it really captures you know L.A. really well. Um, how did you guys kind of come up with that concept of the video? Well, we kind of well, I know we got. <clears throat> I, I don't know if it's lucky or what it is, but with that particular shot, it was, you know, because it's not overcast here all that often. Right, right. So that morning just happened to look particularly spooky. <laughs> <laughs> Although some people are like, oh, that's the smog. And it's like, well, no, no actually, it's exactly. before. <laughs> it's too early in the morning to be, you know. Right. It's right. supposed to be sunny, but... It wasn't, so we just went with it. Right. That, that's our that's our winter. That's yeah. Our winter, exactly. <laughs> our friend Jeremy Christensen, who also directed our um, Lone Ranger video, mm -hmm. he did this video for us, and he had this in his mind. He wanted he wanted it to be this girl who, you know, is trying to get to the freeway. She has a choice. She can either go to the beach, which she in in the one scene she does end up at the beach. She ends up in. She takes Topanga and goes to Malibu, or she takes the 405 and, and sees, sees her man at the end of the road. So that was his idea. <laughs> How much do you guys actually write together? <laughs> well, right after this, we're getting together for a session. <laughs> quite a bit, quite a bit. 
I mean, is, is, is it a little bit of both? Like sometimes you'll write separately and then kind of come together with ideas and stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But for, for the most part, if it's going to, if it's going to be a Calico thing, we'll, we'll, you know, we'll bring it to each other in any, any sort of stage, you know, we can just have like a, a title or a general idea or maybe part of a course and a verse. And then we, if it, if it seems like something that is going to be something, then, then we get together and start to hammer it out. Right. And, and Kirsten, you were actually one of the producers on the album, um, on this new album. Uh, is that easier or harder for you uh, as an artist to actually be the producer kind of overseeing it all? Well, to be fair, I mean, we're all involved in the production yeah, sure. of the record. We all are. I mean, it's Amanda and I sit in the room with the musicians and we hash out how the songs are going to go arrangement-wise. And we vote in or vote out different parts and, and fine-tune all of that. So that's done before we actually get into the studio. And then we get there and then somebody has to kind of take the reins. And my, our part, my partner, um, Steve Burns, it's his studio... Um, it's just that he and I have been working together for a long time on different projects and things, so it just sort of naturally happened that way. Mm. And, you know, it's not hard or, or easy. It's just, it is. You know, we're just, this is what we're doing to get the record done, and we're just, we're all kind of taskmasters. All of us are. We decide what has to get done, and then we do it. So I don't really think of it in terms of is it harder. It's just what we have to do to finish the project. We're all, we're all participating in, in all the aspects of it. And that just happens to be one of my jobs. Right. But it's part of the process essentially. Yeah. Yeah. It's just yeah. part of the process. Yeah. Right. Were you guys listening to any other music, uh, that maybe influenced your writing of this new album and did any of that kind of sneak into the music? For me, I listened to a lot of not the last John Moreland record, but the one before and that is ra around the time when I wrote the 405 song. Hmm. And I, I, his record, that record haunted me. And that was such a beautiful record. And his songs, like, could they pull at your heart. You know, they really make you just want to cry sometimes. I've seen him actually make grown men cry right, right there <laughs> on stage. But, um, yeah, that was, that was one of them for me. How about you, Manda? Well, I think I'm I'm always listening to Lucinda Williams. Mm. I mean, she's so prolific in the amount of material that she releases. So I'm always working on, you know, <clears throat> listening to to one of her records. So she's always kind of there in, in the background of my thought processes. Um, and then on the production side, I know we were listening to Sturgill Simpson at mm. the time. Oh, yeah before he, you know, was a Grammy winner and all of that. <laughs> right, right, right. We yeah, just that's true. thought it was so cool, the production techniques that he was mm. using. I think it's him and Dave Cobb. Yeah. Where it's like this alternative country mm. sound that has all of this spacey, spooky, cool stuff. Absolutely. And like, driving guitars and that kind of thing so right right exactly well and and um what what was your guys thoughts about when you guys uh, recorded the you know two covers uh, you know california dreaming and uh ladies of the canyon um was that something you guys kind of really wanted to put on an album at some point 
That's that's such a funny one because what happened was we had recorded Ladies of the Canyon and it was just going to be just a single and it was sort of inspired by, you know, Joni Mitchell got sick and she's such an inspiration for me particularly. I, I love her voice and that's just one of the things my mom always had on, in, in the music, you know, right. catalog. So it was something right. I was listening to. And I was just thinking, you know, it'd be really great to do a Joni song. And when we thought about it, like, what would be a great Joni song? Well, Ladies of the Canyon is kind of about us. Mm -hmm. You know, it's ladies of this Laurel Canyon kind of thing. We really are inspired by that kind of music. So it was a good one for us to do. Um, and we went for it. And then it, we, we went back and forth as to whether it would be on this record. But it ended up being a great, um, like, final track, kind of like a bonus track. Mm -hmm. Interesting. It was on the record before we did California Dreaming because we usually only like to put one cover song sure. on the record. Mm -hmm. Writers ourselves, and we're not looking to do cover records. But um, so we really love Ladies of the Canyon. But then the idea of California Dreaming came up, and the opportunity to work with Jim Scott and have him produce a track and. We had all these amazing all-star players that came in. Like we had Greg Weiss and Patrick Warren and Neil Casal. It was just this real. Well, we already talked about that a little bit, but it was just this real magical session yeah. and day that came true. And so, when California Dreaming came out so well, we're like, oh, well, then this is going to be the cover on our re on our record mm -hmm. that we're going to go with. And then, <clears throat> just right before <clears throat> we had the record press which is happening right now mm. the idea came back like wait but what about ladies of the can <laughs> <laughs> so, came back in right of the final hour <laughs> right. yeah. well I, I think I, I think I love both both of them and I, I, I could I could totally see like uh, California dreaming being like in a visit California commercial that you know Oh yeah, <laughs> you know a, a different alternative version to it. You got you guys kind of made it your own. So, are you excited to take uh, these songs on the road? Oh yeah, I'm really thrilled about it. I can't wait. I mean, we have been playing them quite a lot. We mm -hmm. haven't really worked in California Dreaming yet, but we are. Um, so it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun to just focus on only the new songs for a while, you know, and just really make a meal out of them and have them come to life. Right. We got to do a show a few weeks ago at um at the Gary Calamar Mimosa Brunch at the Federal Bar here in town, mm -hmm. and um, we played you know almost all the new songs, and it just was really fun to watch them just come alive on stage with the full band and everything. And it'll be nice for people to be able to finally buy the record too, because a lot of these songs we've been kind of road testing, over you know before we recorded them mm -hmm. even, you know, just that's, that's how you kind of get a feel as to what's working, what's not working, you know, it's just, just, you just start playing them live. So now we can play them live and when people want to buy it, they actually can. <laughs> they actually can. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, so one last question I have for you guys, uh, and since you're, you guys are about to go on the road again and, you know, to promote this new album under Blue Skies, uh, what are some things you guys kind of spend your time during the day, you know, uh, on the, on the road? Like, how do you guys spend your day, you know, just hanging out and doing stuff? Is there, is there some certain things you guys do on the road, like go to the movies or something like that? Uh, <laughs> if only there was if only, time. If only, exactly. 
we do every absolutely everything ourselves everything um everything <laughs> from you know so we have to do our social media and we have to <laughs> take care of merch orders and we ha while we're on tour we there's a lot of still business to do and then plus you know we're working in some radio appearances and things like that so and there's driving there's driving right. there's we have some great conversations <laughs> yeah i would say good therapy sessions yeah philosophical existential <laughs> you know Converse back philosophical all the time. Right, right. <laughs> new songs come out of it. <laughs> right, right. But it, but it, it, it is. You, this is your small business. This is what you guys are, are doing on you know full time basis, right? Yep. Yeah. Constant. It's constant, um, and it's really fun. Tell us your your website and your socials and all that. Uh, our website is calicotheband.com. So that's kind of the hub of everything. And we have a Facebook page, Calico the Band Official. And then everything else, our Instagram is Calico the Band. Our Twitter is Calico the Band. And, yeah, so you can already start <clears throat> start ordering our records on Amazon and then on iTunes in just about two weeks. So it's, it's, all, it's all going. <laughs> 